welcome back to Film Study, an all-American podcast with Lexi. I'm Lexi, and here are me and Monda's predictions for episode 108, Just a Friend. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share all of the things, and really quickly, I can't upload an all-American predictions because the, the audio got messed up. But hope you enjoy these, and see you soon. Uh, reading the next episode, 108 just a friend can you believe we're already at 108 already like that's crazy. Uh, i can't doesn't they season cap at 14 13 yeah 13 episodes 13 okay okay so one oh yeah uh homecoming and all-american end on the same week so the uh, homecoming has 13 all-american has 20 okay so it'll be interesting to see what both of those cliffhangers are. <laughs> we already we already getting into some Jamon, juicy stuff. Jamon, Jordalus, Bolivia, yeah. name it all. Right. So let's talk about the Jamon Jamon piece of the debacle for now. Just a friend, evolving relationship. Oh, even the tagline evolving relationships. I'm ready for it. <laughs> When Damon goes home for a quick trip to get answers from his father about his adoption, Simone drops everything to be his support Did you system. Have to say everything like that. Everything to be his support system. Thea and Nathaniel immerse themselves in sorority life by helping with the gala, but they discover sorority politics are no joke. Jr. knows what he wants now and is ready to fight for it. And Keisha helps push Cam out of his comfort zone. Meanwhile, Amara fights for her job as a video for, of her criticizing Gringston services. <gasps> Don Wilkinson directed? I love Don Wilkinson so much. Uh, and th- this is an episode re- written by Megan McNamara. Yeah, so Don Wilkinson is dope. Uh, she actually, I think that she did Vegas, if I'm remembering correctly. She directed Vegas? I think so, yeah. But Don Wilkinson is just a dope. She's directed some other uh, All American episodes, but I know her just from she's a black woman director. Woo woo! Uh, I'm here for that. And she, yeah, she's amazing. So I think that she directed Vegas. Let me double check that. But in the meantime, what you think about? Let's go. Let's go, Keisha first. What you think about that? Uh, Keisha helps pushing Cam out out of his comfort zone. What has that been? I feel like that's been their story. It has everything to possibly do with him singing, right? And thinking about going into music theater, and thinking of something different than him being a football player, right? Or or just being an athlete in general. And so, similar to how he was pushing her to dance and record record for the audition, she may do the same with him, like encouraging him to go out for either a talent show or an audition of something. Um, And so I can see that happening. Right. I just, here's the thing with me. Um, I don't want her, like Cam and Keisha, their storylines to always be together. I agree. And I feel like, especially in the other synopses and just the storylines, we've had them be, Cam helps Keisha with X, pushing her to this. Keisha helps Cam with X, pushing him to this or giving them advice and loved it (laughs) early on. And now I'm like, we're on episode eight. Maybe we should start to have them be 
in different storylines. Well, the thing is, Keisha is in different storylines with related to Simone or, and um, maybe Shay or related to uh, Nate, but Cam isn't. Right. Cam is stuck in the Keisha bubble. Right, right. And by the way, I did want to say she did she did a direct Vegas Roll the Dice 307. Okay. So yeah, um, I knew. I see. I I be knowing some things. <laughs> you pay more attention than I. I will give you that. I think. I think it's specifically because I really, uh, really like I follow her as a director, so that's why I know. Um, that's also because this is your field of interest. Yeah, and this is mine that I dabble in critique. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, that that's a really good point. Is that Keisha touches other storylines, and she's actually had. I feel like she's had a good amount of growth separate from other people like just the stuff with her mom and and dad and she's she's been a very well-rounded character in cam it like we haven't even seen we've seen him be in the scene with damon twice in their roommates and their roommates yeah so like yeah new way (laughs) (laughs) so i just i'm excited but like after this, I just need them to take a real break. Even if it and it doesn't have to be that like they don't see each other in an episode, but I just need to see Cam interacting with the greater group. I actually would like Cam and Simone to interact, considering the yeah. fact that they're both from LA. Exactly. Considering the fact that they kind of have like such I can't say they have a history, but, but they, they do know some same people. Yeah. And, so I would love to see that. And I feel like happen, that's what they were I, giving in I, the first I, episode that we watched. Like yeah, the first but episode then of part season. of me is saying I don't because then Simone's in every scene. Um, and so I want Cam. Were you just asking Cam, for more Cam, Simone? Cam, Cam, Cam. I need to see her develop outside of uh, today. I said her develop, not her being every her, when she's in Yeah, scene, but I think that she can develop. every scene, it's not about her. Yeah. It's about other people. But even that's if Cam different. is giving Simone advice and yeah, I I'm here have... for it if, it's, if if Cam is giving Simone advice. But if if Simone is just giving Cam advice, no, that's still about somebody, another character, and right, not her. Right? No, I I mean like uh, moving Cam and maybe he's he's giving her. Can I get advice. Cam and Jr. <laughs> sure, Cam and sure. Nate? But before I want, I want Cam and Cam and uh, Simone. <laughs> yeah. yeah Cam um. Simone, but that yeah, makes more relatable. So that's that. Uh, JR knows what he wants now and is ready to fight for it. I believe that's truly about getting back on the baseball team. Yes, I agree. There's really nothing more and than having can... to suck up to the coach and the team right. while yeah, things away. Yeah, and I think yep. like just in general, repairing his relationships with people because he still has been on his own, you know, ever since he found out about his parents' divorce and that was like when was it like alumni weekend so it's been a couple episodes of him sort of being on his own and it's uh, also maybe of of him and the coach connecting because the coach doesn't know what he's going through right and so probably a rebuilding of him and Turner's relationship as well and so yeah that's gonna be his storyline um Amara fighting for her job and a video of her criticizing Greenspan services. It's gonna be same old, same old. It's gonna be what? 
it's gonna be same old, same old. It's gonna be same old. It's gonna, you like, think it's gonna be her and Zeke? We gonna get her. Yeah, we gonna get her. Zeke, come on, come on, Zeke. <laughs> I mean, <it's, laughs> don't get me wrong. They're serving, and I, I really think that the writer, in my opinion, I think that the writer should lean in on this tension between Amara and Zeke because I think it's. I just think they they're giving more. They're giving more than Amara and Turner, but you know we're gonna get them butting heads like we usually do Zeke and Amara and we gonna get Turner being like come on come on Amara you know you can do this and you know just like we got in this episode like oh and like we can be friends and you know maybe it'll lead to something out like it's going to be it's gonna be that (laughs) it's gonna give that maybe Ralph will uh pop his head in again and that would be fun and play off those dynamics again i just think that they need to breathe life into this for her i agree and i I hate to be like oh adding like men and romance to the story would breathe life into it but like right now that's been the part that's giving the most is like this this thing with ralph this thing with zeke I feel nothing <laughs> with her and Turner. Let's keep it real. I lit, you saw me pause as, at this thing with the Ralph. I know this you saw thing. me. I would have had it for you. I just cut it off at the knees. I feel nothing. It's not giving. It's not and giving. At first, I thought in the back door pilot it was going to give me something. I thought it was going to give me it something, did. too. I, actually, I can't even it say did. that because people were like, oh, I see romance. I never saw romance between the two of them. I thought it was. Gonna, I never saw romance, but I thought it was going to give me something. It's giving me nothing. <laughs> But a bore session, and there's only been one couple. You always are like, oh, I felt like I was doused with a cold buckle. I've always thought that was like so extreme. But (laughs) see, and I keep saying that about a certain couple. Don't even, don't even, don't even, don't even, (laughs) don't even. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about that right now. We're not talking about that right now. But but now you feel how I've been feeling. No, and now you hold understand. on, though, because I was just like I was open to the idea of Amara and Turner, and it's just like <laughs> given multiple times, they've just given me <laughs> nothing. <laughs> you was like I was open, Mada. You was not open. <laughs> right, right. Like I was I, I, literally up until episode like maybe the episode where they slept together which was really recently but i was just like please like give me a reason to root for this couple like i want to root for the because it like they have and that's the thing is like the writing is there the writing is there for me at least sometimes i always say this and you always be trying to comfort me sis when i say this sometimes chemistry ain't there even though the writing's there that's what i'm saying i do think it's a chemistry thing and i don't understand because they're fine in every single other scene with other characters and i even feel the tension sometimes it just be that way it just be that way sometimes it just be that way and yeah i i feel vindicated is this like i feel like this is bad to say but i'm gonna say it anyway because i've already basically trashed this couple enough but um i want to say that out of all of the couples like in the entire universe they are like the worst (laughs) pairing for me you said wait 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 time 
You seen Amara and Turner out of no, but I mean like in terms of like chemistry and in terms of uh in the whole universe. Yeah, in the whole universe. Even like oh. hold on, even Asher, Asher and Vanessa was giving me, and I don't think that they had chemistry like that. But even Asher and Vanessa was giving me more than. Oh, I beg to differ, and we're not gonna go into this because this will take us a whole. Nother <laughs> we hour won't. No, but I'm just saying that's my uh, like it's my it's my opinion. <laughs> that, that meme. It's my opinion. I know. I said it's your opinion. I'm putting a pin in this conversation. We'll put a pin in it. We but... talk on Zoom. Oh, we yeah, we, <laughs> we can talk about it offline. But I just they're not. The bottom line is they're not giving me anything. But I do hope that this. Uh, I do hope that we get more of Amara and Zeke, and we start to see more color to their relationship. Because lately, it's been like I'm telling you to lay low. That like we're hearing a lot of things, but I want to see their history. I hope that we get more of their history in this next episode. Because uh, I think that will add a lot of color to the storyline. I agree. I agree with that. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Thea in the thing. I don't. I was reading it, and I don't think it like hit my mind that this was Thea and Nathaniel together. It so he so that it was what you said that it was Thea and Nathaniel together. So I put on Twitter a couple of days ago, early this week actually, um, that I wanted Thea and and Nate scenes. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want Thea and Nate scenes. And um, Camille quote tweeted it and said, coming soon. Aww. And I quote tweeted her back, like, thank you for the insight, girl. Thank you for the insight. And so this is what she must be referring to. Right. Because I literally had put it on there and she responded to me. And um, I think it's going to so, serve comedy queens because I think they're both funny. It's going to serve comedy queens, but here's the thing. It's the politics yeah. of sorority life. Mm-hmm. And what we, what I know, I'm not going to speak for you. Um, what I do know that there are politics within sorority life. Oh, absolutely. Including gender identity politics. Yep. In sorority life. And I don't want it to be seen on my screen. But I have a feeling there's going to be some people's reaction to Nate at this gala. Mm. Or or while Nate is supporting this gala. Right. And, 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 and when I, when you were reading it, it just hit me in the heart. And I said, I have a feeling definitely they about to uncover some truths. Um, that some people are not ready to hear or acknowledge. Absolutely. Um, or some people are aware and have ignored. Um, but something that definitely needs to be said. Right. The only thing that I hope happens in this episode is that they do it with care. And I and I say that and I say that with care of and I and I believe they they will. Same care here. of um, Nate, the fictional character, and Royal Ivy King, the 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 actor. Right. Um. And so, but yes, I, that's where I feel that that's going. And I think for some reason, I don't know why, but that this is what I feel that this sorority event is probably attached to Thea's family. Mm, yeah. I think it's probably attached to Thea because they ain't doing too many things for too many people. Right. Unless it's family related. These is facts. 
And so I think it's attached to Thea's family and it's probably going to be some legacy of her family and what they've been connected to and then finding some untruths, some truths about this so-called sorority that her family holds in such high regard. That's my prediction of that. Yeah, yeah. And I I agree. I'm just your hype woman on the other end, agreeing. <laughs> uh, like you were pre- I was like, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. Which is rare because I'm usually your hype woman. Remember, <laughs> I will always be your hype woman. <laughs> so the big one, the big one, the big story. Damon and Simone going on this trip to visit his family. And Simone dropping what? Everything. Everything. I'm trying to I'm trying to understand why sis is dropping everything. Cause she liked the band, okay? And then what does she go tell Jordan about her dropping everything? <laughs> no, look, she's trip? not trying to tell Jordan nothing by the but that's two episodes away. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? I'm going to draw. I got a boyfriend back at home. And this guy that I just met who be looking at me with some Google eyes and want to touch me every two seconds decides that he needs to go home and let me take up this this mantle. And I'm going to be the one that rides with him home and be his be his ride or die. Chick, you don't. I'm sorry. Simone, you don't know him like that. Something big is Sorry, something things. big is gonna be, happen. I got just gotta talk to sis for a second. You don't know him like that, sis. Something what we doing? Yeah. And I'm not even gonna act like they haven't had romantic scenes already, because they have romantic scenes all the time, but something romantic is going to happen that crosses a line, I think. Yes. And even though some may argue they've already crossed lines. But something romantic is going to happen that crosses a line and that is going to lead to the breakup. Because we already know from the trailer that um, Simone is very much separating this idea of physical cheating and emotional cheating. And I don't, just given that we saw that in the trailer, I can't say that Simone is just going to suddenly come to this understanding that emotional cheating like is a thing and not even that it's a thing but i can't um, i don't i don't think it's just going to be like simone comes to the realization after one specific talk that oh i am emotionally cheating and that's why i have to cut it off now i think something physical is gonna happen something like an almost kiss yeah or something but what's interesting is is that they using this line of physical cheating and emotional cheating because there's this theory out there that when women cheat they cheat emotionally right and that hurts more that people like to put out there and that breeds a whole um <laughs> masculine toxicity but that's okay um and so that for it to go along those lines of if Simone does emotionally cheat she's going in that direction um, but yeah, I think there's going to be almost... And even though I don't want to talk about them on this podcast, I just want Simone, the episode where Simone comes back to Beverly Hills <laughs> to speed itself <laughs> one up. Because Jordan is not innocent either. Jordan isn't. I, Jordan is not innocent. At this moment, wait, let me say this. At this moment, he's innocent up until a point. Up until a point. point. 
Yes, I'm gonna give you. I'll, I'll put him no, on a lesser. Jordan. Yeah, I'll put him on a lesser yeah, end in terms Jordan of Baker. You know, he's my fictional brother. Every two seconds, what we've been talking about, like there already have been like tons of handholds. There's been tons of moments. There's been things like well, I think dropping everything. I think is on the both of them for these other people. But uh, yeah, there's just been there's been some more intense moments. I would say on the Damone side of things. <laughs> Yeah, very much so. And that's been happening since the backdoor pilot. Right. So, yeah. So, um, something gonna happen is gonna cross a line and that leads to an eventual friendship breakup. What do you, do you think it's gonna be an almost kiss? I just need the message, I just need the writers to make it messy and have it be a kiss. It's, it's college. It's gonna, I want it to be what will, will make sense if it's the emotional cheating plus an almost kiss. Yeah. I would want it to be an almost kiss because let me keep it real. They need a shot of messiness in this in this in this series. That's why I'm in saying this, make it a full kiss, but I, I, make it make it a all not a full kiss, a almost kiss. <laughs> if it's a full kiss, and you know how I feel about how they have like set up Simone in certain situations, I know. If it's a full kiss, Simone is going to get dragged for days. Listen. They were gonna find an excuse to drag her anyway, so I'm like, yeah, just make it messy. Really, she really will be dragged for. I'll days. still defend her, okay? I will still defend you. She really will be dragged for days, um, but because I because remember I always said they already did her wrong with like deciding not to go through with the wedding. They they and all of this other stuff. They did her wrong in a sense when Jordan came to visit. I didn't I didn't review that episode. Oh yeah, when she they did fell her wrong asleep when Jordan on came him, to visit, yeah. talking about some. But that's what I'm saying. Like they, but not only, and that's why I'm just like they. I cannot say in the instance of like, I'm I'm not going to bring up the couple, but like I can't say that Damon and Simone's moments have not been romantic because they have been. Like at least to me, they have been romantic, and they've been. I'm gonna say this. They've been romantic and they've been questionable. And that's I still right. got problems with these writers. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> I don't have a problem with the writing. I think it's very natural, but go ahead. Why? No. I'm still upset. And like I said, I'm not a Jamal fan. That the fact that Damon has had a chance to hold baby Shay and right. not the not Jordan who wanted to be his father. I was like, how y'all do that? In in all in and mm-hmm. make this make sense? Because <laughs> they messy. saw on television. Because <laughs> they messy. Because they want to be messy. Um, and so there has been things that have literally the writers have put Simone in difficult situations as a character that if there's a full on kiss, oh, I'm telling you right now, it will hurt Simone the character and it will hurt the show. I'm just keep it real, keep it funky in here. Y'all better not do a full on kiss. Perhaps, but me thinking from solely a writer's perspective in almost like disregarding the audience at this moment or audience reactions at this moment. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about they've already had these moments where you said that like it's been questionable. It's crossed the line. It has been romantic, even if it's not like a physical thing, but again, they've already held hands. They've already been extremely close in situations. They've already had all of these deep talks. So it's like, what, can they do like I think it has to be something unquestionably 
crossing a line, which there's only so many things it can do. And I just don't think, like, an almost kiss would do it, but I just think it has to be, it has to be, like, there's, I don't know, like, they fall asleep in the same bed. I don't know, like, it has to be something like that, like, the almost, I don't know. It, like, it just needs to be more for me, because they've already had them be very close. What if it's, like, so, I'm on the same line. So, remember the story, I don't know if you, you heard him say this. When Spencer Passenger talked about him visiting Blair and they were friends and they fell asleep in a bed. Right, that's what I mean. Yeah. And they woke up the next day realizing like they had feelings for each other and stuff. So it, it gives you that. And it, and it, then it gives to an almost kiss moment. Yeah, I think that would that would be the moment because I just think that it or something similar to that where it's like there's two things happening or you know just more than an almost kiss because i don't know at least to me i just feel like they've already been very close and we've already gotten these like almost moments so if it's like an almost kiss i feel like that's too easy for them to play off at this point like it has to be something unquestionable so yeah See, and that's something I have wanted for uh, that other couple in All American to get that scene, but I never got it. What other couple? I have remember I had predicted Spolivia was going to sleep together before they had sex. Remember, I did that, and yeah. that never came true. I'm mad about that. But also, I had that all set up on All American. I like I want it to be uh, they fall asleep in the same bed, but uh, regardless. It's going to be interesting because it's going to be messy and I'm excited to see the mess. Um, <laughs> yeah. but those are our predictions. Do you have anything, anything else you want to add from a prediction standpoint? No, nothing but the fact that, yes, this is my voice doing a prediction of All-American Homecoming <laughs> and a recording of All-American Homecoming Review. Funny. There is, I swear, there's a variant and it's a whole different world. <laughs> but yes, thank you for listening to Film Study and All American Podcast, and stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs>